Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, we're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, normally we have... Normally Do you we listen turn to Andy's show? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, not calm Steve Burrell, who's getting you calmly to work in the morning. I know. He's so quiet, <laughs> too. I'm like, dude, turn me down because I am just going to blow Ooh. you out of here. Oh, okay. All right. Here we go. It's the worst damn sports show, period. Setting the bar low for sports talk in Denver. Sorry. It is the worst damn sports show, period. Yes, no Steve is. today. No, we don't no. need him. Who no, cares we're about good. Steve? Yeah, we're all right without Steve. We've got a special guest, though, Andy Lindahl, going to join us. I'm so excited. We talked about this when we had uh, KOA sports director Mike Rice. There's somebody who actually knows sports this time. Yeah. <laughs> so does that mean we don't talk? Because we're going to sound like idiots this whole time because Andy's... Because Andy's the expert. Now, wait a minute. I taught one of you as an intern, so you better know something. You know, and many will tell you once you get out of football, I don't know anything about this world. What are all your official times? Right now, I'm just doing the... Uh, I'm with Columbus and Lindahl, yep. 7 to 10 a.m. on Orange and Blue, 760. We always mention the iHeartRadio app, don't we, boys? Yes, Which is where you because can that's find what us. they want yep. us to do is yep. go on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, I don't know. I do sideline stuff with the Broncos, but not as much as I used to. So, But I was there for Super Bowl 50. That's all that matters. That's the one that matters. That's the one that counts. So we've got you here, and of course, we're going to talk Broncos. Uh, training camp wrapping up our second preseason game this weekend, which mm-hmm. Beardo is actively smiling about. We also, uh, Andy's a big video game guy, and I don't even know if he read. Did you read our email? We talk? I, I saw a couple of them, but no, just like... To- you got to understand, I annoy Tyler and James, my guys on the show, because they send me a rundown. I'm like, whatever. We're just going to see what happens. But again, you should know that from working with you. I do know that, which is why I'm saying right now that we want to talk video games later. That's fine. Sports video games, some classics, what your favorites are, because I know you're a video game guy. Dude, the new Madden is solid, and I finally won a damn game in it last night. Did you see the glitch in it, though? Oh, I've seen a ton. Of, I sent a new one today. Did you see the one where the guy's knees are the bent leg, backwards? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then like, there was the crazy Le'Veon Bell, yeah, like the greatest juke forward. ever that got him 50 yards. He turned into the Flash all of a sudden. But I think that was an arcade mode. Do you have the new Madden? There's an arcade mode yet, no. for stupid stuff like that to happen. Right. Well, we'll get more into that. So, yeah, we'll get into those topics <laughs> later on. But as always, we start off with our tweet of the week. Which this week is the most amazing thing, and I can't wait to see it happen. I'm rooting for a Cleveland Browns victory because of this. Now, Andy, I don't know if you saw this. But, oh, we talked about it. But Bud it. Light has made my year by putting <laughs> what they call victory fridges in 10 Cleveland bars with two to hundred, two to 300 beers in each with a wireless lock on it that will automatically unlock once sent a wireless signal only when the Browns win a game finally. Now, if you don't know, the Browns went 0-16 last season. 
They went 1-15 the season before, so people are saying, hey, what's going to happen if they don't win for a couple months? That beer's going to be nasty. Bud Lights, don't, don't worry about it. They're We're rotating the beers. replace the beers every month. <laughs> Glad they got that plan <laughs> right? in place. Yeah. But I just can't wait to see the mad dash for these beers with a bunch of drunk Cleveland fans celebrating a Tyrod Taylor to Jarvis Landry touch. It's epic. It's so well, good. Well, and that's the thing about Cleveland fans is that they have gone through so many bad years that we know they're sloshed by the end of the first quarter right. so listen as a bills fan i can attest to it that's what we do we drink for them to make it four quarters to get free beer will just be an yeah. epic feat in itself yeah well and they're gonna be so excited that they won that they probably won't even like bud light whatever get let's get the whiskey out let's do this popping bottles of champagne oh they'll be boilermakers in that bar it's the midwest guys will be smoking heaters you can still smoke in bars in cleveland can can't you, you? Really? oh i'm pretty sure you can it's it's the old Midwest, my friend. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's our tweet of the week. You ready to kick this off, Beardown? Yeah, let's do it. <clears throat> Topic one. Let's just jump right into the Denver Broncos. They've uh, they've had a lot of interesting fodder just this week in general. Of course, they are also taking on the uh, Chicago Bears this Saturday. We've got a new number two quarterback who's going to see significant time, I would assume. I was doing the mic for that game, and like when you're down on the field holding the parabolic, you don't realize initially how loud it is until the fans start chanting. That was the loudest chant I've ever heard. That it might have been louder than some of the Tebow days. Uh, whoa! I'm just not. saying Let's it was it was up there. I was man. there for him. I, I will there. tell you, it was not. Was but it was pretty school. loud for preseason. Yeah. So yeah, I will, did you turn the mic around ever to pick that up? Because I feel like that's what people wanted to hear. Well, so like well, he as, didn't have to. Yeah, as you're pointing it at the quarterback, you're picking up the entire wall of oh, fans the behind side. them. Yeah, sure. So you so, heard it. I mean, what do you think? Andy, there's all this time, like, sure, Kelly has turned into the fan favorite. Yes. Folklore, whatever. But we've talked a lot about them going and getting a backup quarterback. You got to be careful having just a kid as your backup. I mean, for all intents and purposes, we're removing Paxton from this conversation, right? He's done. He's done. He's I'm convinced at least he's done. Like, maybe let him go have a fresh shot somewhere else. I don't know if it's going to make a difference, but there's no way he can make it up to the fans here. So, do they have to go get somebody do you believe in kelly here's the thing and i'm very intrigued by chad kelly i'm the wet blanket you know in town right, for guys like you Andy. Well, no here's the deal i mean i like chad kelly i think and i will say this and i want to be fair to the kid from what the, the guy that i saw trot out there during otas and now i'm watching him in the preseason i see significant progress i see a guy that'll read the defense i've seen a guy that in april was only willing to throw down the sidelines cuz he was scared where the safety is which is paxton's problem mm-hmm. he won't throw in the middle cuz he doesn't read safeties and linebackers so he's always worried that someone's going to jump up and surprise him mm-hmm. right so he won't throw in the middle Chad Kelly, as you saw, came right out and started throwing in the middle. Matter of fact, the Vikings realized, "Uh uh-oh, we better adjust our defense. This kid's actually throwing NFL throws and throwing to a spot, not throwing to receivers that are looking for him. Another Paxton problem is he wants the receiver to have eyes on him before he throws the football, and that's not how it works in the NFL. I'm throwing to a spot, and I'm trusting you, the receiver, are going to get there. Something we're going to have to see if Cortland Sutton can do. Can he be trusted to get to the spot that the play is calling for in the route? So I've seen tremendous growth in Chad Kelly. The energy's there. The guys like his leadership. 
His teammates are on his side. There's a million things to be positive about. But the reality is, when he went in against the Broncos' second-teamers, not the first-teamers, the second-teamers, he had some struggles. And then when the first-teamers came in, he completed one long ball down the sideline to Sutton. The rest was just a car wreck like you'd expect it More to be. More cold feet? Well, no, it's just, it's just happening too fast. Look, in fairness to Chad, that's a hell of a pass rush to be going against sure. in your first action. But Chubb's coming from one direction. Vaughn's coming from another and it's Chris Harris and Roby who are pretty good at baiting you sitting out there on the outside so you're not trusting what you see and you also know that even if you think the window's there they can close it really quickly so my point being give Chad Kelly a year to not have to stress about that now look next year I'm not sure we're having this conversation I don't as much as I like a Teddy Bridgewater for example and he's going to be the sexy name the more he keeps playing and he showed last night you look uh, pretty good the knee is solid he's now made I've now seen him in two separate games make moves on the knee that tells me he's not worried about that leg anymore but he's more – I think you're bringing him in, you're giving up a fourth or fifth round pick because you don't know that you've got the answer. But that's the thing, right? So if you keep Chad Kelly and – Which they will. And say that he's your backup quarterback, not just keep him, but say that he's your backup quarterback, what's your real plan for two years down the road here? Well, understand they've already said that Case is on an audition year. Right. Make no, no doubt it. about it. Now, I love – I will say this, Case Keenum – Put me. I'm not going to rewrite history. If you go back and listen to our podcast of the shows that we've done, I was underwhelmed by the signing of Case Keenum. I think a lot of people were. I think a lot of people initially had that reaction because it's like it's a journeyman dude who had one year in, with year. a good team. Well, and I wasn't so sure he was much better than Trevor. Sure. He is better than Trevor. And I've been very impressed with his accuracy, his timing, his dissection of a defense. I'll tell you guys, hopefully we'll see it against Chicago. But I'll tell you something that Bronco fans can be excited about, assuming it makes it to the field. Now, again, we had one of these weeks where, last week, where there was this disconnect between a great practice and none of it showing up on the field Saturday. They real bad. I feel, like, I feel like Vance Joseph. Maybe we shouldn't be so hard on Vance Joseph, because I will tell you, from the two weeks of practice I saw leading up to the Minnesota game to what I saw go out there on the field, I couldn't believe. I'm like, what happened? Where's practice? Yeah. And maybe that's what Vance was dealing with. Yeah. So I don't know what the disconnect is there, but trust me, if we can get what we're seeing, which is, and I've seen this two or three times, the best example of it I saw two weeks ago, Emmanuel Sanders was running a simple drag route, just one of those crossers about 10 yards away from the line of scrimmage, call it five to 10 yards away from the line of scrimmage. And it was a simple pass delivered by Case Keenum. But here's the difference. He hit Emmanuel on a dead run, the ball perfectly placed he, Emmanuel was able to catch the ball in full stride, turn up field, which caused his covering defender to fall down, and then set up a block by Demarius Thomas and one of the tight ends as he went down the field. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, it would have been a touchdown mm-hmm. because he wasn't required to stop to catch the football. He was actually hit in the proper space. Frankly, Pete Manning wasn't even doing that in 2015, his last year here, right. because of the injury. Yeah. So with the speed you have out of Emmanuel, the, the, the kind of – Jump ball, just make a play for me throws that Case has shown he's willing to give Cortland Sutton. Demarius Thomas looks like a new guy. And I whether it's Jake Butt or Jeff Hireman, the, ty- the tight ends are back in play. And guys are getting the football in a position to then go do something with it. Right. What I've really, I, and I liked Trevor way more than I liked Paxton, but what I've really come to realize is 
man, our quarterbacks have made guys stop their momentum so much in the last couple of years that the short passing game wasn't effective. So now all of a sudden, if they've got to worry about coming up to tackle guys on the run, it's going to free up some deep stuff. It could open up some run holes. This will be a better offense. So, but let's talk big picture, right? Because if you if you trade a a four or a five for a Teddy Bridge, which is very high draft capital in the offseason or in in this time of year, I should say it is. But if you've got Case Keenum on an audition, self admittedly, and you've got only Chad Kelly behind him, essentially what you're saying is a year from now we could be in the same spot we were three years ago, where we're left with no quarterbacks and we're going to have to draft a kid and hope in the first round that we can find a guy who can play right off the bat. Look, if I'm playing fantasy GM here, fellas, I'm going and getting Bridgewater. Right? I'm going to get like Bridgewater because that's I don't care how much competition I have. But to your point, I think you can also get by. I will tell you this. You won't find yourself in the situation from two years ago because if Case... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If Case does in the regular season what he's doing right now, I will predict they tear up the last year of this deal and they extend him another three years. And he gets his contract that you does mean in say... Pra- what he's doing in practice. What he's doing in practice. Because okay. what he did on the field in game one, you no. tear up the last year right. of the deal and yeah. get rid of him. You move on. Right. <laughs> but, but, and that wasn't all him, though, man. I mean, yeah, no, again, I look, I the offensive line has got to figure it out. Well, so that was going to be my next question for you unless you want to jump in with something, Beardo. But I wanted to go to the offensive line. Well, I mean, I think that the big thing that we have to look at is the offense is getting a full quarter against Chicago. So maybe that's, more. Yeah, and maybe more. So if they come out and all of a sudden it seems like they're gelling, maybe the concern's not as there. But the offensive line was my point two podcasts ago when I said, or last podcast when we did this, I said that the offensive line help is probably one of the most important issues to address besides a veteran backup quarterback. Okay, let me let you take a breath on the O-line real quickly since we're on it. Max Garcia was playing left guard, not Ronald Leary. For anybody that doesn't think Ronald That's Leary true. isn't that important, he is. Yep. Because guess what? You know what? Max Garcia is a phenomenal kid. He really is. I, I like the kid. I got to know him a little bit as a rookie. It's hard for me to say that I don't believe in him, but I'm going to say it. I don't believe in him. I don't think he's a very good guard. I don't know if it's because he's had four coaches to go along with each of his four years in the league. Yeah. That does happen. I don't know if it's because he's had to go from one system to the next. But look, the reality is they are a better offensive line if Valdir and uh, Leary are playing their designated positions. If they're not, we're back to last year's offensive line, and we all know what that looks like. Yeah. Well, and so to that point, when we talked about this last podcast, Andy, I went after these two a little bit for for Garrett Bowles because they were on him a little bit, and I feel like Denver as a city is on him. And for me, he was a late-round first-rounder. 
late in the round, I guess I should say. He stepped in and he started for you at left tackle year one. There's going to be problems that come with that when you play in a division with Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram and Justin Houston. And so, yes, he took a lot of penalties, but I feel like because he's not a very affable guy that the city kind of gets after him a little bit just because he's not the kind of guy you want to hang out with. He's kind of a dick and so uh, I feel like people are harder on him maybe than they would be and I feel like talk to me about what you're seeing from I think him you're mi- well, I'm sorry brother you're you missing think I'm it. wrong he brings his kid out there all the time so people what? love it no I'm telling you people love it oh well he he brings his kid out there everybody loves it he's a great family man here's the deal dude you don't the, think the, he can play I'm not saying he can't play but it, it's got to go up a level and the penalties are a huge deal. I know. And I'll tell and you that why. That was a big part of our point, I think, is just like he is playing in a division with Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa, Melvin Ingram. Well, like. but here, here's what here's what I'm going to tell you bugs me. The profile on him in college was untimely penalties, and now he brought it to the NFL. And right now the Broncos aren't an offense where if he gets a 10-yarder and you tack that on – to five plus where it's 15 or 20 that you're now trying to make they can't do that but you are it, shutting down drives but if single-handedly it was his third year in the league i'd say to you you're absolutely right and he won't he hasn't evolved past that and he probably won't but rob you have to hear me the coaches told us they were going to coach it out of him you haven't you haven't now am i telling you you give up on the guy no i'm not telling you, you give up on the guy that's what i'm saying i feel like but you're but, saying he needs to grow and i'm saying it's like it's but Rob, it's got to be better. It's, it's got to be better. Year number two, but it's got to be better. Tyler Columbus will better? tell you that. How much better? He's got to go up a notch. The penalties, first and foremost, the penalties have to stop. If he eliminates just the penalties alone, he will go up right. a notch. Because he, I mean, he didn't have a terrible rookie year, but those were probably the worst aspect and of I, his rookie. And I'm going to tell you right now. And I've had a lot. I just talked to I talked to another one of my guys who you can probably guess who it is that does a lot of good scouting for me on the O line, and he told me point blank, he's giving people the same set as I've learned from Tyler, my partner in the mornings on the on the show. When you're a tackle, especially, you want to give two or three sets. Tyler had this move; they call it the Harry Swain, one of the guys he used to play here, where he takes his first step back to look like I'm pass blocking, but then I launch my head into your chest and I and I blast you. Right. And he used to do that once or twice a game just to get you thinking: Can I trust the drop step anymore? Yeah. Garrett never changes it up, and I've had I've now had three offensive linemen explain to me. Garrett's problem. This isn't Andy Lindahl, some schmo telling you this. This is what pro NFL linemen have told me. Sure. Garrett is basically pitching fastballs every time. And pass rushers, just like good professional hitters, will time up your time up your fastball, and they know exactly what you're going to do, so they're going to go ahead and give you the moves. And Garrett has got to show him. different things. Yeah, but all said, that all sounds like that's not him not having the ability to play left tackle in the NFL. But 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 – uh, Rob, you are what you are, and what you are right now is a guy that gets too many penalties. Going back to your college days, that's got to change. It's got to change. How long do you give him to to prove that he can take a step forward? Right is now, he's year, he's the guy. Two, but is it you've is got it, nothing else? If after this year you don't feel like he takes that step, do you bail on him? Because to me, he's a if if you have the talent to play left tackle in the NFL. There are only so many guys that can do that. I have to know what it looks like, Rob. I can't give you the answer right now, but yeah, you have to take a step forward. If, again, the same stuff is happening two years later or worse, 
you regress because you got to remember everyone in the division now has had a year to watch his tape. Yeah, and I mean, now listen, they know if he what they're doing. You're in big trouble. Oh well, yeah, you're look, in big trouble. I'll but, just put it to you this way: Why the Broncos never even made an offer to Nate Solder is beyond me. Right. But it is what it is. Oh, I, I, I would have went ahead and upgraded that. Now the problem is, as as a lot of linemen have told me, we all think that it should be easy to go left to right, left to right. And originally, I would have told you that I would have just signed Nate and I would have moved Garrett over to right, and then eventually, hopefully, he gets enough, you know, enough experience that you can put him back at left when Nate's done. But there are certain guys that just can't do that. And it's like, I, you know, again, it's like your punching hand. Mm-hmm. You know, if you lead with your right. So for me, I'm a right-handed guy. I'm used to leading with my left foot and having my right foot back when I punch. Mm-hmm. Well, you tell me to switch that to left all of a sudden. Maybe I can pull it off, but I'm certainly not as strong. Not it's not going to be as accurate. So it's not something you can assume they can do. And I've heard, I've heard from some folks, they're just trying to get him settled at left. They don't want to muddy the water. So, I don't I just, know, man. I feel like he needs more time. But No, I'm not saying to... he's not a bust, but he has to be better. He has yeah, to improve. I'm, I'm, I'm on that same boat, man. I, I don't think that – I definitely don't think he's a bust. He was obviously one of the older linemen in the in the same draft um, yep. at that position as well. So, he's on a little bit shorter timetable, I think, than some of his rookie class. See, and I feel but, like it's different for linemen. You say that and uh, – It's still the think... NFL, man. I think that the linemen have shorter careers than quarterbacks most of the time. I got to back him up. Here's the other problem that I heard, okay? Again, this is pre-draft stuff, and you can't ignore the pre-draft report when the same problems are showing up in the NFL. I had a couple scouts now tell me they don't like his strength. They didn't think he he wasn't as strong as they wanted him to be for being the older guy going against – he was in his early 20s when some of these kids were still in their late teens, early 20s, that he was trying to block. And what led to the holding calls was he wasn't strong enough to, to kind of lock him up and, and neutralize him. So when guys started to go around him, all of a sudden he's tagging on him, and then he's getting losing his head and punching him or doing whatever he was doing, which was leading to these dumb penalties. And unfortunately, you're you're older. You should be stronger. You've got your man strength coming in. We're all we're all over the age of twenty three. You guys remember when your man strength came in? Yeah. Where yeah. even if I'm not working out every day, little 18-year-old, 19-year-old, don't be coming up in here. <laughs> you know, you may feel good about yourself, but there's a difference when, uh, I mean, I'm a little more, you that know what I'm saying? the threatening threat I've, I think I've ever heard. Well, because I'm just I'm just telling you. I used to, I remember no, I thinking you, it at all times. I played a men's league in lacrosse forever, still do. Right. And you'd always get a new batch of 20-year-olds where you'd think, all right, that's fine. I, remember, I may have a surprise for you though. I remember when, you, when I was in high school and we played you in one of those up. summer leagues with men, and so you know you you get your lacrosse team all together and you go play in this men's summer league just so you can practice. But you're whatever, seventeen years old, going up against men. And I remember the first time I got I hit one of them and it was. Man, it was yeah. something different. You might be a little quicker, but you ain't stronger. Right, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, dude, I, I went I went and played in Vail one year, and I was 22 the first year I did it. And we were playing against we were playing against the pros. That as I found out, that Philadelphia team, they were called the MAB Paints. I had no idea who we were playing. I was just happy to be up there. I had one guy promise me he was going to make me bleed, and I'll say by the end of the game, he fulfilled his promise. <laughs> so, but I'm just All saying. Right. My point is, Garrett. It's there's just things that. Garrett hasn't taken the jump with some of that. Hopefully he has this year. But I'm going to tell you in one-on-ones, it's been rough, and there's been some team practice periods where it's been rough. So if but you he's want also me to... going up against the 
maybe the best player in the NFL. Uh, there was an ugly rep against the Bears defensive line who Tom Thayer, their color analyst, former lineman for them, he told us point blank on the show Thursday that the Bears' defensive line is nothing to write home about. Yeah. And Garrett had some rough moments. Real quick, 30 seconds right before you wrap this up because Beardo wants to get out of here. <laughs> Running backs, who do you think is going to take? It's Royce Freeman. You think it's, it's going to be Royce Freeman as your starter by midseason, and it's going to be I see you, boy, Philip Lindsay, yeah. who's already yes. getting third down, first down reps. <laughs> yes, trust me, boy. that guy, the kid's in the mix. And Good. then Devontae Booker's probably the backup with Henderson. I think Williams is on your practice squad, and Vance has promised he's keeping Andy Janovich. Nice. So, what do we expect to see then? Just before we get out of here and move on to the next topic, what do we expect to see Saturday with the offense? I guess who do we want to see the most improved? With the, the whole first unit. And I want to see Cortland Sutton get some of these make-a-play-for-me-kid balls that he's been throwing him in practice, he being Case Keenum. Sure. But I want to see Cortland Sutton. Look, man, Cortland has shown us Randy Moss-like physical skill when it comes to nobody Ooh. being able to hang with him. Wow. He's too big. big he's Hold too on. big to cover. Hold on. I'll get... say it again. I remember Randy <laughs> Moss's... I remember, <laughs> I remember Randy Moss's rookie year. Oh. He was too fast for guys to cover. Cortland is too big. Chris Harris, Brandon Langley has been reduced to trying to tackle him before the football gets there. <laughs> Bradley Roby tried it one day. They were at the one-yard line. I'll say it again. The one-yard line. And Case knew the rush was coming. He just threw it up. Roby jumped on Cortland, who he shucked off and caught the pass and went 99. I want to see that in the game. I think we all do. I mean, the the... The, the first dude string looks off. like a tight end, fellas. <laughs> he does. He's big. He's big. Yeah, he I was, can run. Watching him on the sideline, like just last game in his pads and everything, I was just like, dude, this guy is massive. You keep checking your roster. Going, why is he wearing? Why right. is a tight end wearing fourteen? <laughs> yeah. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> Who All is right. that? Here we go. Let's go. This is the uh, portion of the show where we like to lay it on thick. Now, Andy, what we do here is we try to pick someone or something, not necessarily from the sports world, but maybe from the sports world. That's your favorite thing from the week. I can lead it off if we want. Yeah, go for it. All right. So I'll start with how about a little Colorado Rockies youth? We got young guys coming through last weekend, last night, Ryan McMahon. Turning into a man right in front of our eyes. David Dahl with a huge single in the bottom of the ninth last night. Listen, these guys are fun. We've got Charlie Blackman going through a rough time. He's your all-star, right? He's he's your go-to guy. He's having problems with his swing right now. And the Rockies are still finding ways to win games with their young kids coming through in the clutch. And it's something that this team was missing for so many years. That grit, that no give up, that clutch hit right when you need it. It's great to see it coming from the younger guys. You hope a guy like Charlie Blackman figures it out. You think he will, right? Yeah, so, you hope so. <laughs> he's, he's Chuck Nasty. He better figure it yeah. out. But uh, it just gives you some hope for the future here. It, I Listen, we all want Nolan to stay. And I think one of the best ways you can convince him, too, is to show him that there's plenty of talent on this team 
that's going to be here in the next couple of years. So I think just all around, it's a great thing for us. Yeah, man, it's fun to see the Rockies just staying in it with with the depth that they have. That's that's always been a problem, right. so it's fun. Uh, I'll go ahead and go next. I'm going to lay it on thick for uh, our favorite long snapper, Mr. Casey Kreider. Oh, I had uh, I had a funny moment with him when I was holding the mic last week in the game because when you're down on the field, you kind of forget, like you're you're you get kind of caught up in the moment trying to find the audio in the perfect spot, and you're standing right next to these guys. Well, Casey had come running off the field after a play, and him and Marquette King were joking about something bumps right into me in the mic and like i'm just like oh it's cool whatever he's and he taps me on the shoulder he's like hey man you okay i was like yeah yeah i'm good no worries man like it's cool and uh he's just like well good i uh i was worried i didn't want to break that thing i don't think i could afford it (laughs) and it was just like one of those fun moments where it's just like ah long snappers need love too (laughs) (laughs) but he's one of he he's such a funny dude he actually responded on twitter i I tweeted out the story and he was just like so you're confirming i didn't break it yeah dude he's he's a great follow on twitter and I had a buddy one time, so for those that can't imagine it, it's the big round satellite dishes looking things yeah. Yeah. that Beardo was holding on the sideline there. And I had a buddy, Al Wilson was messing with him one time on the sideline where he kept uh, he kept like kind of pushing him, <laughs> just seeing if he could get him off his game because it's preseason in their board. Sure. And then one time he had, my same pal, he did, he's done a handful of games, he had a Texan player kept trying to yell things and it just go hey <laughs> look at me he's like am i getting on air and i'm getting on air and we monitor that so obviously sure. not everything gets in there but no, it is you're funny not. leave us alone we're trying it to is, do our job it is funny the things although my buddy one time we still give him we need this to happen to you he was doing that job and al was no it was ian gold was coming oh, off and gold. al wilson was behind my friend but my friend didn't know it as you know because you're next you're literally yeah. looking at the field and Ian starts going, you like that? You want some of that? And I mean, he's yelling all this stuff. And my buddy thought he was yelling at him. He's like, and he didn't want to leave, but he starts cowering behind the dish. And then he finally realized Al was back there waiting for the hype train to get uh, that side. And then he used it for the open on his show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. My buddy's he does construction. So. <laughs> Andy, do you have anything that you can oh, think yeah. of as a favorite? Now, I'm going to send you guys this tweet. This is the greatest ever. Shout out to our friend Romy Bean because she's the one that sent it to me. Yep. Andrew McCutcheon breaks down what he was doing during the Dodgers-Giants brawl when Puig and our old catcher, I'm forgetting his name. Uh, Hunley. Hunley yeah. got in a fight, and he was talking. He was like, McCutcheon, I'll give you the, the cliff notes, but you got to go watch it. He goes, I'm just standing out in the outfield. I see it go down. Next thing I feel, a bunch of people flash by me, and I go, oh, crap, the bullpen just went. I guess I got to run. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, you want to know why we hate brawls as outfielders he goes i go running all the way in there and by the time i get there it's all over and we're just staring at each other and now i'm tired and i gotta run back to the outfield you know we were just talking about men's league lacrosse my uncle plays men's league hockey and it's no checking no fighting but of course the games that i go to he gets checked and everybody starts fighting and he's like man when everybody starts fighting i just find the other little dude because he's like five six he's like i find the other little dude on the rink and we just grab each other's jersey and just stand there. <laughs> Let them go at it. Like, I don't need none of that. There's nothing more ridiculous 
been a men's league anything <laughs> fight. Is there not? No. I mean, it's just grown-ass men Can looking we- like fools. You know what's the best? Go to Arvada sometimes. They've got the best flag football leagues, and they got those ones oh, where I you're allowed to block for each no other. I idea that it was going to be so Dude, serious. Dude, you get a few dudes that show up in their high school stretch pants. Yes. And w- so when you got dude, <laughs> They were doing when you got you, man. I you, couldn't believe you it. You got high school stretch pants guy with his flag football jersey on, and I mean geared up with every Under Armour wristband that he's got <laughs> as if the guy is sponsored, and then he wants to fight with the beer gut that he clearly has not worked on in the last 20 years. That's an experience all to its own. Oh, man. So can we do an extra land on thick just for, for men's leagues fights? Yeah. 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 Let's, let's likes to fight. Like, likes, likes to fight, to fight guy, guy as Rome once yeah, dubbed him. Right. All right, here we go. <laughs> Moving on because we're done with that. And now we're on to this. Second topic. Uh, we're going to talk about some sports video games. And I actually got this because Andy and I were uh, – kind of just rambling about the new Madden game, which is impossible with the Denver Broncos. But it is visually stunning. If you've got a it 4K TV, oh my gosh, the game is incredible. Yeah, I they, haven't seen it yet. They up- I've only seen the glitches. It's the only yeah. thing I've seen is the stanky leg. <laughs> no, they upped the graphics for sure, but the playing with the Broncos is in, is incredibly hard. and it's But it's fun. It makes well, it fun. Finally, though, right? I mean, didn't I, I kind of fell off of Madden and yes for God, what was it like? Oh, five through oh eight or something like, cause it was just not hard anymore. Like, well, there was, was nothing new to it, right? It was like nothing new. And I kicked its ass like I did in high school. And I was like, you know what? I don't, I don't, I don't need yeah, but what are you looking for? Let me just tell you this. I mean, aren't we all looking for the same Madden experience because hockey's gone this way too. I just want to be able to hit a few buttons, play a little football, play a couple games, and shut my mind off. Well, now, and hockey, hockey's worse, but hockey's still, really hard. now you got to sit here and I got to hit three buttons, and depending on how I've tapped it or not, roll the guy out, and da-da, and the windows are totally <laughs> tight. The linebackers are superhuman creatures. By the way, Seattle, update your damn rosters, Madden. Yeah. I've been playing Seattle, and they've got Camp Chancellor and Earl Thomas, neither of who are actually going to play on the damn team when we kick off in September in Denver. Someone so it took me like salty. ten times, but I finally beat the damn damn thing last night but only because russell wilson literally threw like four interceptions are you the one that turns it off when you know when you're about to lose the game yeah you can't no, do but no. the not gonna but, lie yeah no, but the new madden doesn't let you do that as easily as it you as oh, yeah you, used you gotta to delete to. your season and start it all over again. yeah because oh, it'll no. it'll keep it in there here's the thing here's the thing you, you gotta understand I don't want to be that guy. You can't but, be delete the but game. But I'll in tell the you what: when, when some corner who's in run support somehow ran thirty yards to pick me off, I'm not losing like that. <laughs> I'm not losing like that to you, Madden. There's no way Earl Thomas took on Devontae Booker and then made up in a second and a half the time he needs to pick off Demarius Thomas, I mean, who is, apparently was disinterested and on the sideline. I ain't losing that way to you. <laughs> Too salty. Too salty. All right, so but let's let's dial it back a notch and go to a happier place and a happier time, Andy. What's your favorite video game of all time? Sports or otherwise, if you want to go somewhere else. I mean, that's fine too. We were thinking sports, but do you have a favorite that you can remember? The one I bought religiously forever is Madden. Sure. I mean, if you're a football fan, Madden was just part of what you did. And again, I liked hockey. I, I mean, my buddies and I it's probably too old a movie reference for you guys, but did you ever watch that movie Swingers with Vince Vaughn? Sure, yeah. Okay, remember how they're sitting there and they're talking about Superfan 99 and making Gretzky bleed? That was us. That's what we did. <laughs> we used to just sit around, have a couple cold ones, and we'd rotate in college through 
you know, whoever got – instead of holding the court, you're holding the game, right? Sure. Right. And so it was a lot of fun. But now, you know, I've got to do like a triple move with the stick and All somehow right. I'm hey, doing like origami. Take it easy. Hey, have you not played the hockey game? I got to like do 12 things with both sticks while pushing the bumper. I tried to play it with my kid. My kid ends up crying because he can't even make a pass because it's too damn hard. Look, if I wanted to play hockey, I'll go play hockey. Just let me pass with A, shoot with B, and move the guy with one stick. He so wants the old NHL 94. The podcast that I'm too loud. Here yeah, you go. Yeah. Don't hey, there don't get go. me going. I'm trying to think. I still like the Call of Duties, but I'm telling you, the video game world becomes much harder when you've got kids who are much aware of what they're talking about. Yeah. And when I've got basically an NWA song coming out of the Call of Duty soldiers around me, you can't really play that until late at night. Yeah. And I'm now now that I got this morning show, my 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 video game days are done You're i done? can't stay up late enough to play any of them i like <laughs> batman too the batman series the batman's cool. one good. yeah the arkham games <laughs> i mean i yeah. like video games yeah guitar hero i got back into guitar hero the other day of course day. you did <laughs> of course you did it's you harder play to, actual guitar it is harder to play guitar hero than it is to play freaking guitar <laughs> i know it is all right what about you Vera? what do you what are your uh favorites? i've always been a favorite of madden I'll, I'll tell you what like last year when they did the story mode finally for madden something that people have been asking for forever i thought it was cool the problem was it was too short like it it, it was fun to go through i'm actually really excited <laughs> for the new nhl game because they're building a story mode in that one which can't be too short yeah well like too you, bad you've got you go to be from able to pond hockey fingers to, to play it <laughs> <laughs> he's so salty he is very Get salty off my it is hard i mean it's fun though like you that's guys, what makes it fun okay so for sports games from back in the day how about NFL Blitz? Did you guys ever do that? Yeah, yeah. That, that was, was like fun. when yeah. I was in middle school. That was school. for kids that didn't get football. No surprise that you liked that one. <laughs> well, it was like the, what was it, NBA Street NBA or jam, whatever? NBA yeah. Jam where you <laughs> got three on. guys and they yeah. just jump and yeah. they land doing on it. You know, and they sold you, they yeah. sold you a shoe yeah, in the middle of it. Yeah, come what on. What a great game. Come hey, on. Anybody remember Mario? Does anybody like Mario anymore? <laughs> How did you guys not do that? No, I played them all. It's just Madden. You want base? I'll give you a basic bitch game. Find Kung Fu from the original Nintendo Entertainment System where your guy walks in a straight line and just kicks. <laughs> well, it just old knocks school Like one kick that. knocks him down. Um, what about Mortal Kombat? But Mortal Kombat was great. Uh, I'm trying to think. I, you know, I can't remember which Mortal Kombat it was that I got hooked on for Sega Genesis. But definitely Mortal Kombat is awesome. Um did you guys do any of the Sonic, any of the Mario? I like Zelda. Zelda? Zelda was cool. You, have you played the new one? No, my son has it. Oh, Breath of the Wild is amazing. It's so good. Take some time for it. If you, you like doing, Zelda Okay, series. have you tried this, what is it, the, like the, the Salty Seas or something? There's some pirate game that, the, of course, I go to GameStop, and I'm like, I, I want a game I can play with my son. And apparently he wasn't hearing me talk, because he sold me this, it's like some something of the seas, I don't know. Thieves of Seas, Sea of Thieves, I don't know. And I get on there, and all you can do is play online. And so, A, you already screwed up what I asked for because I can't play with my kid. Right. And, B, it's a fantastic game, again, for 4K TV. 
but I'm so I'm sailing my pirate ship and I'm trying to figure out where I have to go. And the next thing I know, some dude jumps in online. He murders my ass, <laughs> takes all my stuff, and he's gone. And so now I'm figuring out like you got to have a crew to play this game, and I got no crew. I'm you used to have a crew. Yeah, yeah, my crew, crew. my crew's not playing some pirate game that I was told was good for me and my son. No, they still want to play Madden uh, online. I got like one girl online who was like, "Oh, I could tell you're struggling. Let me explain to you what all you're supposed to do." And then That's she got why... sick of us getting looted and she disappeared on me. But I, I love those people who are nice enough to take 15 minutes yeah. to explain to you. Like... But then decide, you know what? You suck really bad. I least, can't help at you. At least they explain it. Oh, to I you appreciate so you it. Now I can hear her hitting her pipe as she's talking to whatever. I think her boyfriend was making her some Totinos as we were trying to do this. I'm like, where are you? Oh, I don't know, Nevada. I I played Call of Duty with like special forces guys that were. I was going to say you had super intense crew. Oh, you know what? I my job was just run around so they could shoot me, and then everybody would snipe everybody <laughs> else in the game, <laughs> and we would win. I was just kind of the idiot friend you brought to the party. Well, what That's was your funny. kill to death ratio? Oh, it was awful because they would always be like, "Andy, we can't figure out where they are. Run in the middle." One guy was named Maui Grown. Oh, man. what about Halo? Halo used to be fun until everybody started cheating. You know, I did Gears of War more than I did Halo because you could play two player. Like on the same console, and Halo, you couldn't do that, uh, at least online and stuff. So, when my daughter was born, I was in the middle of a wicked Call of Duty Shut game. Up. No, you weren't. Yeah, no, no, no. We were at home, and my wife goes, "I feel funny," and I'm like, "Ah, all right, boys, <laughs> I gotta go." Were they like just <laughs> Big leave things it logged in? They were like, "No, finish the game. <laughs> just leave it logged in. Yeah. Just don't x out." All right. Uh, anything else we want to shout out video game wise? I feel like poor Beardo hasn't even been on his own podcast. No, nah, you're good. Week. You're good. Sorry. Sorry. This is why we bring you in, man. We we like you're the passion. Like we don't really want to do it. <laughs> hey, Andy, just talk. When you host shit for three hours, am I allowed to say that? Yes. You can cut it out. Yeah. Uh, no, we don't even no, cut it out. We just leave it, it now. We just I like click podcasts. the explicit button. <laughs> you know? uh, just click yeah. the explicit button on when the podcast. When you're paid to now. talk, I mean, Rob has sat in there. Yeah. For people that don't know who I am, I'm a guy that had the night shift on KOA and once upon a time a night shift on 760. And that's where you ask questions and just go ahead and answer them yourself. And you're lucky to have two, two minute breaks in an hour i used to listen to, to primetime sports all the time my friend that wasn't primetime sports is <laughs> oh in no time at least he's yeah. talking overnight yeah, yeah. but even primetime sports got got oh. on those tangents man oh yeah that's why i was like do we have to have sports in its name you know what i mean yeah we had bands in the epilogues yeah. Yeah, and lola that was black cool. i loved when you did that you know I, what's always your favorite though you get the kid that uh, i had this kid spencer i'll never forget it we're on 760 i'm not getting a lick of calls and the dude's watching the oc and i'm like this show is so boring I can't even get a dude to quit watching the OC. The guy who's working with you. We tried to call Dub Skipper because of that show. Remember that? Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> I don't even remember that. I think you were filling in for uh, I told Will. You, I do remember saying whatever, that it but... wasn't going to take, but I don't remember a yeah. Skipper. It was, was, it was skipper? on Twitter for a while. Yeah, I can't remember why either. I do remember we were calling you Skipper for yeah, some reason. Cause, I just cause remember telling you it wasn't going to go. It's because well, you didn't want to call him Colorado Rob. Because he's from New York. Oh, that's right. 
That's right. Although I will give him credit. We did our Super Bowl party guest, and, and we still have Will C guy living on today. Hey, we'll see. Hey, we'll, we'll see. Hey, we'll see. Hey, we'll see. Garrett Bowles, we'll you see. Do your we'll East Coast accent with it, though. Right here, the Pats score. I'm telling you, Tom Brady to an offensive lineman like who then runs five guys. It'll be amazing. I don't know. Hey, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, that was that was Steve Lodgin. And, uh, we'll see. That was the Will C. All right. Now he gets up. Now we're just now we're just being all nostalgic. Let's move on. Here we go. This is the. Is there uh, a point to a podcast? Are you actually trying to accomplish something? Yeah, we're Sometimes. trying to talk about sports and Sorry, stuff. Again, yeah. wrong guest. <laughs> Andy just derailing us. This is the point in the show where we find our worst from the week. So we already gave you the best, Andy. Now we just want you to rail on somebody inside or outside of sports. It doesn't matter. We just uh, want you to yell at somebody, which clearly you're good at doing. He is good um, at doing. <laughs> I can. Uh, I can. Yeah, start go for it. I'm going to yell at Notre Dame, oh. Under Armour, the New York Yankees, and anybody remotely associated with those heinous uniforms that came out. Now, listen, I get that Notre Dame, they got a big market in New York City. There's a lot of people that care about them there. It's kind of annoying, actually, if you go there, that like Notre Dame's a college football team there. Why? There's no... There's no reason. They're in Indiana. Like, what the hell? <laughs> but for some reason, they have a big following in New York City. So they go play a game in the Yankee Stadium every other year, at least, if not every year. And they're going to go play this year. So they made pinstripe Notre Dame uniforms. Doesn't even make good toilet paper. What? It is the ugliest uniform I've ever seen in my entire life. Who they manufactures wear, these they, uniforms? Under, Under Armour. <laughs> they, they have pinstripe baseball-looking pants. That are just like regular pinstripe pants if they were to be cut off at the knee. Then they've got a blue jersey, which is fine because that's what Notre Dame wears. But on the sides of the jersey where the like stripes are on the sides is white with pinstripes again. It's the ugliest that's jersey weird. I've ever seen in my seen entire these. life. You've and not I'm seen all, them? No. I'm all for these like trying out these new jerseys. Yeah, CSU did a really good job with C- it last the year. The Colorado ones were amazing. I love Oregon and the things they experiment with and what I, the Maryland jerseys are always hot. Uh, but these are maybe the worst Those uniforms. Those are so bad. They were tweeted <laughs> at me from the show. Yeah. Oh. In my entire life. So the worst is anybody remotely affiliated with putting those <laughs> dumpster fires on a football field later this year. All right, that's fair. Uh, I'm also going to call out a, uh, a Jersey story because <laughs> this this one was incredibly annoying to me. Uh, the other night I was driving home, left here from work at like, I don't know, 7 o'clock, super late. I was like, I need gas. Stopped at the gas station, pulled in. There's a very cute lady pulled up, getting gas right next to me. We strike up conversation. She's wearing an Avs jersey, so of course my opening line was about hockey. It's a number 19. I'm thinking, ah, oh, she's a Joe Sackick fan. Nope. She was from Michigan. She turned around and had Iserman on the back of the number 19 Avs jersey. Shut up. Yeah, what? no, this is a real story. This is a real thing. Real Picture, thing. It didn't How, why would you put Iserman on the back of an she Avs was, jersey? She was from Michigan. I noticed the Michigan so plates later, and that's the only thing that I could think of is that she was trying to fit in but then why with the culture. She wear a Red Wings jersey? And I don't know, but that's what was on the back of it. Bitch, time to move. <laughs> <laughs> Picture, it like, didn't happen. I wasn't going to take a picture of that. I was mad about oh, you it. You, like, should, you absolutely <laughs> should have. You should have put her on blast. No, because, I mean, it's weird enough that some dude that she just met was 
infuriated by your jersey. I wasn't going to take a picture of some random girl, but <laughs> it was. You should have got in your car, drove your car to the other gas stand, and then started filling <laughs> yeah, up there just, just to show her how offended by completely that Completely avoided it. But yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I just realized that she was not the one. So. Yeah, <laughs> call, obviously. You know? <laughs> That's quite a pain. All Andy, right. you got something that you yeah, hate this week? And you know what? Unfor- I'd like to be funny about it, but it's not going to be funny, boys. I'm gonna, I can send you the tweet. This is from Will Brinson. This is a hit I'm going to show you both in real time that comes from last night's Redskins-Jets game. Have you oh. seen it play all the way through? I'm going to wait for you to see it play all the way through. To describe it to the audience, Colt McCoy is trying to deliver a pass. A Jets player, linebacker 59, who I don't even know who it is and it doesn't matter, comes in with the crown of the helmet and blasts Colt McCoy in the chin. All right? By the NFL standard, by this new stupid helmet rule that we're, uh, we're supposedly going to enact, that to me is an offense that should get you tossed. That's the hit that you put the helmet rule in for. That was ruled roughing the passer and was simply a 15-yard penalty. So it wasn't even the, the, what is it, personal foul now? Yeah, no, it's, it's still, 15 yards is still a personal foul. Roughing but the passer eject, is a personal foul. That should foul. be ejected. Right. That's, that right. is the definition. You come in with the crown of the helmet and hit a guy in the chin. That's was, an ejectable I, offense. That's I'm, why you're putting the rule in, right? That was yeah. brutal. No, right I'm just I'm just more chin. arguing semantics that it wasn't even like the leading with the crown of the helmet was no. the call. It was just roughing the pass. But, but you put to me that's sure. the definition of the play you put oh, it yeah. in for. Then you don't even call it. Well, and the this thing's... is going to be a huge mess, fellas. Have you seen anything with the face mask contacting any part of the body? is getting flags by some officials. This is going to be worse than the judgment call of pass interference. This is going to jack up the first part of the season till they finally fix it. And I'm going to predict to you guys, we're going to have a national game where some jackass call is made that makes no sense. It's going to cost a team a playoff spot, just like it did Green Bay versus Seattle with that cockamamie that, pass interference call <laughs> that wasn't an interception. Yeah. And it's going to take that for them to finally fix it. The NFL needs to get the hell out of its way and quit making you finally go back to just schoolyard catch rules then you come up with this crap well and somebody needs to get fired in I the league office i don't get how it's so convoluted in the nfl when college football has been doing it for like four or five years and it's been totally fine yeah like they have figured it out it's been totally fine if you're gonna eject the guy you go to review you get to see it you decide if the guy's ejected or not if he's ejected he either misses the second half of that game or if it's the second half he misses the first half of the next game it hasn't messed up me watching college football at all and yet in the preseason in two weeks in one week really one week in one week it's already messed up me watching football games because they can't figure out how to adjudicate it it's a big problem so inconsistent so inconsistent all right thank you for your worst mr lindahl and thank you for sitting in with us on the worst damn sports show period you can follow him uh, on twitter at andy at, koa sports at, is that your longest podcast ever no, i just no, want to know no, no. Oh, that's, that's right on par with what I we failed. normally do yeah you messed up <laughs> at andy koa sports hey at let a- me tell you no <laughs> at andy koa sports what's your show is it Columbus and lindahl at Columbus yeah. and lindahl yeah at Columbus and lindahl there's no twitter <laughs> handle for it what no Okay. At, at Orange just, Blue 760. At Orange and Blue 760. Look, All we're right. selfish people. I don't want to share his followers. <laughs> no. uh, you can follow him at Beardo. Yep, just hey, at Beardo. You can follow me at Producer Dubs. It's D-U-B-Z. And you can follow the show collectively at Worst Damn because we do like to share Twitter followers. So screw you, Andy. And we are an official iHeartRadio podcast. That's true. Please just wear the appropriate protection. <laughs> Love you. Bye.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.